next on the 5 o'clock report. That's exactly what Russia wants. This is a ridiculous effort. This border deal is a farce. He wants to be on the ballot in all 50 states. Next, stronger protections for women in every walk of life. We are at war. The abortion industry has been losing. Don't worry about taking. Always be trying to give. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. We start on Capitol Hill. President Biden says he has decided how the U.S. will respond to the drone attack in Jordan that killed three U.S. soldiers. Biden contacted their families today. Political experts say the U.S. will likely begin a targeted bombing campaign. The president says he does not want a wider Middle East war. So that argues against hitting targets inside Iran. And that leaves you most likely with Iranian targets inside Iraq and Syria, Yemen as well. Democrats say he has to tread lightly because Russia and China want to see the U.S. stretched. It's very easy to talk about launching strikes within Iran and going to war with Iran, but we have to understand that's exactly what Russia wants because they want us to take our our eye off the ball on Ukraine. It's exactly what China wants because they want us to get bogged down in the Middle East so that they can mess with Taiwan. So yes, the president is playing three-dimensional chess, but in this move right now, this chess move, we have to strike the proxies harder than we have done, and harder, quite frankly, that we have done in this area since we got out of Iraq and Afghanistan. Republicans are moving forward with a plan to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. They say there have been too many lapses at the southern border. They plan to finalize articles of impeachment against him today. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries calls it a political stunt. This is a ridiculous effort. President Biden has been working hard to negotiate a bipartisan agreement in the Senate to try to fix our broken immigration system. But Republicans argue Mayorkas has willfully and systematically refused to comply with federal immigration laws. The sole job of that secretary is to keep us safe from tariffs. We have over 300 people who match the terror watch list who have entered this country. He has done everything but securing our country. If he does get impeached, he would be the first cabinet member to see that happen in 150 years. A full House vote could happen as soon as next week. Debate continues in Congress on a bipartisan border bill. President Biden says he'd shut the border down today if that bill passes, but Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says he doesn't need permission from Congress to do that. This border deal is a farce. Joe Biden already has the authority to shut the border down. He could declare it a national emergency. He could stop the invasion cold if he wanted to. He does not want to. DeSantis says the Senate border deal permits up to 5,000 illegal immigrants a day to come into this country. They're codifying into law is saying that's an appropriate number of illegal entries. I think the appropriate number of illegal entries is zero. Speaker Mike Johnson says the border bill is dead on arrival in the House. Overseas, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he will not pull out of Gaza and will not release thousands of Hamas terrorists. This after talks seem to be going well this past weekend. I hear talks about all kinds of deals. I would like to make it clear we will not conclude this war without achieving all of our goals. This means eliminating Hamas, returning all of our hostages. Broadway has lost a legend. Here's CBS's Matt Piper. Cheetah Rivera was an actor, singer, and dancer who originated roles in Broadway musicals, including Anita in West Side Story. A boy like that 
and the original Velma Kelly in Chicago. Come on, baby, why don't we paint the tag? A statement from her daughter says she died in New York after a brief illness. Her Broadway credits date back to 1950 and include 30 roles in countless shows. Rivera was a recipient of the prestigious Kennedy Center Honor in 2002 and won two Tony Awards as Best Actress in a Musical. Cheetah Rivera turned 91 just a week ago. Former President Donald Trump will remain on the primary ballot in Illinois. Being on the ballot's important. As you look toward the Electoral College, you need 270 electoral uh, votes to win the presidency. And while President, former President Trump Trump is not well positioned to win Illinois, a, a deep blue state in 2024, should he emerge as the Republican nominee. He wants to be on the ballot in all 50 states. Trump's status in Colorado and Maine is in limbo as the Supreme Court decides if Trump's role in the January 6th insurrection makes him ineligible for the presidency. Ohio is thinking of following in Alabama's steps and using nitrogen gas to execute inmates. Lawmakers are calling it a more humane method to carry out capital punishment, but critics have blasted it as experimental. And never seen a shark of this age before. And drone footage of a newborn shark coming up to the ocean surface could be the first sighting of a baby great white. Experts can tell by its round dorsal fin, and it could help them improve conservation efforts. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, a sit-down with a Pennsylvania congressman, flood aid in the winter, and honoring a fireman. Those stories after weather. Here is your family light weather forecast. Stubborn clouds, but some breaks in those clouds. A little moonlight in spots, low temps around 30 or so. Clouds and limited sunny breaks on Wednesday with high temperatures in the mid-30s to the low 40s. The expectation is a weak front will deliver a touch of rain or snow on Thursday and Thursday night. That'll fade away on our way to what looks like a dry weekend with a little bit of sun. Thank you, Kevin. Checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. New York Governor Kathy Hochul has just expanded the definition of rape in the Empire State. As the first woman governor of the state of New York, it's been my mission since day one to enact stronger protections for women in every walk of life. It now includes non-consensual sexual contact to make those crimes easier to prosecute. Roughly 90 percent of rape survivors are women. But the problem is rape is very difficult to prosecute. Hochul said the new definitions will cover a gray area. Flags are flying at half-staff tomorrow in New York in remembrance of a three-decade veteran of a Wayne County Fire Department. 52-year-old Dan DeWolf died 10 days ago in Arcadia after going into cardiac arrest while on the scene of a fire. Our minds are on potholes and ice and snow, but Pennsylvania is seeing rain. Several counties in eastern PA are now eligible for low-interest federal loans after the devastating flooding last September. Paige Cognetti is mayor of Scranton. She says they lost a road and many homes were condemned. Anyone who's here in Lackawanna County who takes the notch, you saw the, the trucks there for months and months all the way through the holidays trying to just repair the creek bed. We've done um, at least two and a half million dollars of work ourselves in Scranton. It took four months to get federal aid, but she says now the U.S. Small Business Administration is offering low interest loans of five hundred thousand dollars to homeowners. They've set up outreach centers across that part of the state to help. Pennsylvania Congressman Glenn Thompson says, like it or not, America is at war with Iran after the deaths of those three American soldiers back on Sunday in a drone strike in Jordan. Oh, we are. So we're 
160 attacks. We are at war. And it's, it's time that our leadership recognizes this. Iran has provided its funding, its support, its training, and has escalated this. And they're targeting America. On a separate matter, the Republican representative says he supports the impeachment effort of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Well, I think it's long overdue. He is the architect of this disaster, this crisis at the border. It has resulted in an invasion. Thompson says Mayorkas is ignoring federal immigration law. If they would administer what is on the books, this crisis would be over. It would be at least slowed dramatically. The border would be once again under the control of the United States versus our border being under the control of the cartels, which is where we're at today. A little more in Pennsylvania, where taxpayer-funded abortions may soon be the law of the land. In a 3-2 to two decision, the state Supreme Court says a lower court must rule in the constitutionality of a 1985 law that limits the use of Medicaid dollars to cover the cost of abortions. Planned Parenthood brought the suit, saying that decades-old law discriminates against poor women. Here's pro-life activist Maria Gallagher. The abortion industry has been losing in many cases in Pennsylvania and across the country, and so they need money from the taxpayers. They need a taxpayer bailout to fund their gruesome business, and that's what is happening here. Gallagher says there is no right to abortion in the Pennsylvania Constitution. Our hometown hero this week started a ministry called Women of Hope in northern Pennsylvania. Family Life's Mark Webster talked with founder Tara Freeman. Let's listen in. Women of Hope developed from, as they say, a mustard seed idea. Starts with the realm of women of faith, all those conferences, and fell in love with the concept and realized there's nothing local for local people and, of course, women of faith kind of you know, uh, retired a little bit and just kept feeling this like paying, like, do something for women, do something for women. There's not enough around here for women. And a friend of mine looked at me one day and goes, well, why not? Let's do it. So we got together. We started figuring out how to do this and pieces just fell in place. We found a location. We got sponsorships. So we put together some speakers, some amazing speakers. I can't tell you enough about amazing speakers. And we had a conference where women came in. We uplifted them, um, refueled them with hope, had a nice luncheon and had uh, some prizes and just kind of praise God and all connected uh, on, the, on the same level. And it was an amazing first conference. And it was so great that we decided to do it a second time and just was spurred even more by the amazing testimonies, the amazing day that it was. And so we just had our third conference in November and we're actually going to have two events this year, one in like Cumming County, PA, and one again in Bradford County, PA. It's helping people, it's spreading hope and that hope it's, that's found in the love of Jesus. So it's kind of where we started and how we got to where we are. What's the root of that trauma that you've encountered them experiencing? There's so much trauma in so many lives and it's and it hurts and it leads to other things. So it's great to be able to start the process for people to feel healing. For the women I see, there's a lot of abuse out there. There's a lot of women who have been sexually assaulted. There's a lot of women who have experienced abusive relationships. There's a lot of women who have experienced trauma in childhood. There's a lot of childhood trauma that's not been dealt with because we've been taught for so long just to push it away. Those sorts of things. I'm guessing that all the women who come to you might not be coming from a Christian background. There's probably got to be some hurdles that you've got to help overcome as, as you try to bring faith into it. We purposely don't have our events at churches. Sometimes 
sometimes that scares people away because it's the old church. And so we find venues that are, are comfortable, have a really good atmosphere. And we want women to feel like we accept them just as they are, no matter how they come to us. You can hear more from Tara Freeman on our news podcast page on the Family Life website. It's time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are mixed today. The S&P 500 and the Dow hit an all-time high again on Monday, while the Nasdaq rallied 1.12%. General Motors reporting fourth-quarter earnings beating Wall Street's expectations. GM expects to have a strong year in 2024 and is looking for the auto industry to grow. GM stock price gaining more than 6% in early morning trading today. Amazon dropping its acquisition plans with vacuum robot maker iRobot as regulatory approval looks slim. After the announcement, the vacuum maker plans to lay off about 31% of its employees, and the company's CEO stepped down from his role following that announcement. iRobot shares falling 9% after the news yesterday. The European Union nearly avoiding a recession in quarter four after posting a flat GDP when expecting a 0.1% fall instead, all while the U.S. economy posted a 3.3% GDP expansion in quarter four. Coming up tomorrow, Novo Nordisk, MasterCard, Qualcomm, Boeing, and more companies will be releasing their earnings. The S&P 500 sector gains coming from financials and energy, losses from real estate and IT, crude oil closing above $77 a barrel. The Dow gaining 133 points, the Nasdaq fell 118, the S&P 500 down just two. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwardadvisors.com. Many folks who save routinely say it's a habit they had to learn. Hi, I'm Rob West with a Faith and Finance Minute. Saving requires discipline, so it's important to be diligent about putting money aside regularly. It also helps to set goals. The first should be your emergency fund. Aim for $1,500, then one month's living expenses. When you've achieved that, keep going until you have three to six months' worth in the bank. If that's too difficult, break it into smaller goals, maybe just $25 a week. If you don't think you can reach a goal, you won't be motivated to try. So start with something more attainable and ask God for help in meeting your goals. Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the FaithFi community. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance in your app store or visit faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, honoring the birthday of a man that survived the Pearl Harbor attack when he was 17 years old. We've got that story after one last look at weather with Kevin Williams. It's a rather serene weather scene around these parts. True, we've seen precious little sun, and we won't see much the next couple of days either, but no big storms are due. And as we head into the weekend, higher pressure builds in with the hope and the expectation, actually, of a little bit of sunshine both days. Cloudy to occasionally partly cloudy tonight. The low temperatures ranging mid-20s to mid-30s. Tomorrow, clouds will still stubbornly prevail, but there'll be a little sun poking through from time to time. High temperatures near 40. Cloudy Thursday with a touch of rain and snow, and high temperatures once again not far from 40. Thank you, Kevin. Finally, at five, a milestone birthday was marked in California yesterday. A Pearl Harbor survivor turned 100 years old. The U.S. Navy hosted a parade for Chuck Kohler and then threw a huge party with 100 of his family members. This is wonderful. Oh, my goodness gracious. 
I, I, I don't think many people get to experience something like this. Definitely caught him off guard. Kohler survived the 1941 attack on Pearl Harbor. He was just 17 years old when he was on that base. 2,400 of his fellow shipmates lost their lives that day. The bombs blast, the cannons roar, the sights and sounds of said he was touched to see everyone there. All of these people, who knows where all they've came from because of me, who wish me a happy birthday. I'll never, ever forget it. Caller shared some advice for those who want to live to see their 100th birthday. Don't worry about taking. Always be trying to give. Works real good. It has for me, anyway. It's been a great, rewarding life, you know. But the more you put into it, the more you can expect to get back. A little love from a centenarian. And that is the world that we live in for Tuesday, the 30th of January. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life.